When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Who's got the most annoying fan base in the National Hockey League? The two finalists were, not surprisingly, Montreal and Toronto. I have no argument on that. And running away on Twitter with 79% of the vote is the Toronto Maple Leafs, the most annoying fan base in the National Hockey League. I'd vote for them, and I'm surrounded by them. Montreal Canadiens fans are annoying, but they know it, and they don't care. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Happy Friday, everybody. Great to see you. Welcome to a Flame Tech Football Friday. End of the week. Very interesting and spicy show coming your way today. I I have that feeling. More tremendous guests, by the way. Corey Gurley, our NFL insider, will be joining us in hour one, heading into the final weekend of the NFL regular season. And Jarrett Bush, Super Bowl winning receiver with the Green Bay Packers, will be joining us from Wisconsin coming up in hour two. But I know for uh, those hockey fans that have tuned in here in the warm-up, the opening segment, we're going to get to a lot of hockey. We always do that on Flame Tech Football Fridays. And then they can go about their weekend while we talk football the rest of the way. Let's bring in the Moose from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle up there, Moose. He's put his glasses on since the last time I saw him. He's trying to look smarter, more smart. Uh, still, uh, Still a little chilly up there, Moose? Oh, is it ever? I don't know if you know if you if you caught this during our pre-show meeting, but I like snapped my neck around because the wreath on the door started banging against the door. I thought somebody was trying to break in. Uh, it's windy. It's Whoop. icy. It's cold. Um, so yeah, just another day in paradise. Well, a good day to talk football a little later on, as I mentioned. But I'm not going to belabor this anymore, other than to say a very big day because we will be awarding our Taco Time comment of the week. And right now, Chris Jarl out in Surrey, B.C., is leading with his comment that the Edmonton Oilers are like a Taco Time burrito uh, that's exploded and you have no napkins. Something along those lines. We'll dig that thing up. But right now, he's the leader in the clubhouse, and our viewers have a couple hours to try and beat Chris Jarl out of Surrey, B.C. All right. Director Jordan, can you please hit the quick six show horn? We're back in, you would think, March of 2020, 2019. I don't even remember anymore. Time time is an illusion, Darren. Things are changing by the minute as we go. But I'm going to start with the actual hockey. There were a lot of games in the NHL last night. I've zeroed in on just a few. I'm not going to run through all of them. But 
Gabriel Landeskog got his fourth career hattie, finished with four points, leading the Colorado Avalanche to a 7-1 win over the Winnipeg Jets Thursday night. I saw Craig Button on SportsCenter saying the Jets learned a lesson. What more can be said? They did. They uh, come home with their tail between their legs. But Landeskog scored twice in a three-goal second period for the Avs. Nathan McKinnon had a goal and four assists. And Miko Rantanen added a goal and two assists. He looked really good last night. The uh, Avs top line notched 12 points. Something you might want to be thinking about when we start to think about playoff drafts, which we'll be doing again. It's, it's not that far away. Uh, elsewhere, Nikita Kucherov had a pair of nifty assists in his return from a lengthy injury during Tampa Bay's three-goal third period, and the Lightning routed the Flames 4-1. There was a lot of energy in sold-out Amelie Arena last night in Tampa Bay. I don't know if any of you watched it. It was loud. Every time Kucherov got the puck, they were cooch. They're all very excited to have Kucherov back in the lineup, and uh, they spanked the Flames 4-1. And no rest for the Flames, who go into Carolina tonight. They are learning a nasty lesson this week. So by the time we get into Calgary Moose for our run of shows at Grey Eagle Resort and Casino, I wonder if the Flames will have turned these lessons they're learning into their own favor. And I have a sense that they will. They didn't look any better last night, really, than they did in Florida here the other night when they got spanked 6-2. But Corey Perry... Braden Point, Andre Palat, and Alex Kalorn scored to help Tampa Bay become the first NHL team to reach 50 points for the fourth time in the last five seasons. How about that? And Andre Vasilevsky made 26. Vazzy made 26 saves for Tampa. Hey, guys, Moose here. When you're done listening to this podcast, you should check out Blindsided. The Players' Tribune has launched its first ever mental health podcast called Blindsided. It's hosted by former NHL goalie Corey Hirsch and psychiatrist Dr. Diane McIntosh. The show shares moments for a variety of athletes when everything changed for them and mental health became the most important focus of their lives. It's called Blindsided from the Players' Tribune. It allows listeners to have an understanding of the different types of mental health challenges that people face. And they've already had guests that include Kevin Lowe of the Oilers, Paul Bissonnette, and Kurt Warner. It's available now. The Players' Tribune launching its first ever mental health podcast called Blindsided with Corey Hirsch and psychiatrist Dr. Diane McIntosh. You can check it out now when you're done listening to this wherever you get your podcasts. Dan Vladar stopped 29 shots in his first game for Calgary since December 7th, and Johnny Hockey had his 11-game road point streak snapped. So that's what happened in Amelie Arena last night. I got to mention the Panthers. They played, but Dallas captain Jamie Benn had a goal and an assist two days after getting cleared from COVID, and the Dallas Stars won for their first time in, so it was their first game in 17 days. They beat the Panthers 6-5 in a shootout. I think we're going to learn a lot about the Florida Panthers here, guys and gals, because they played the most home games in the NHL leading into this week. So now they're going to go on the road for a while. We'll see what happens. And the Vegas Golden Knights, Canada's team. They were in action last night. Jonathan Marchessault scored twice. Robin Leonard made 18 saves in his first game in nearly three weeks. And the Golden Knights defeated the New York Rangers 5-1 at the Fortress. Mark Stone, Matthias Janmark, and Brett Howden also scored for the Golden Knights, who stopped a two-game skid and extended their lead in the Pacific Division to four points ahead of Anaheim. So that's a little what happened last night of the NHL. I'm going to move on to point two, because when I say things are changing by the minute, I wake up this morning with text messages that the Winnipeg Jets are eyeing Saskatoon as a place to play their games in the 15,000-seat Sast Health Center. 
By the time we go to air here, noon Eastern, 11 year time, it's now off the table. I guess they're not going to go. Uh, Elliot Friedman uh, initially reported the Jets were looking at Saskatoon. Now they're not. And I'm interested in your take on that whole situation. A, I didn't think it was ever going to happen for a couple of reasons, not the least of which, yeah, there's no restrictions in Saskatchewan. The NHL's <coughs> Bermuda Triangle, pardon me, but there could be by, by noon your time. You can't just well, move your games there. Yeah, go ahead. What is your, what is your, I didn't think it was ever going to happen. Due diligence to look into it, but no, I didn't think it was ever going to happen. Yeah, good due diligence. And here's the thing. It's the only possible place <laughs> in the whole country that you could do this. Okay? There's nowhere else. You know, somebody said, what about Regina? What about this city? That city? I'm like, you need an arena of that size. You need a jurisdiction, a province that's going to allow fans to come into the building. So Saskatoon was the only option. And I wouldn't expect Winnipeg to be the only team to explore this. Um, when they, you know, and Elliot was sharing that information on his Twitter feed today, um, that they pulled their season ticket holders about their feelings about it. Of course, they'll be upset. But from a franchise point of view, if you're going to move your games, you're going to give your season ticket holders their money back for not going to the games. And you're going to make that money back by selling tickets to Saskatchewan fans. So that's not really the issue. Um, I mean, it, it is. But we don't, you're right. We don't know where the restrictions are going. And I saw a couple. I went down a couple of rabbit holes of threads on social media um, in Saskatchewan about this. I, I got to some, some followers. And, and the Saskatchewan public, at least in those threads, weren't too keen on the, on the NHL coming to Saskatoon. Now, that wasn't right. the sports fans. I think we would have done okay putting people in the building. But there was some backlash, too from people saying, you know, we're doing a good job here in this province. Let's not bring in a bunch of reasons to gather with massive amounts of people and, and spread COVID and force us to go into lockdown. When they were talking about using Saskatoon as a bubble <clears throat> two years ago, there was backlash and a lot of people in Saskatoon didn't want the NHL coming in. I didn't say they were right, but you knew they were going to face backlash here. And it's, I guess this is, we're going to get into the topic that I said we were going to get into with regards to how these teams are doing it. But, um, and sorry, I, I apologize. I'm not feeling too well today, as you know. So my, my mind's a little more scattered than usual, uh, Moose. But from one of the viewers here, Craig in Calgary says, wouldn't it be more beneficial to get a long-term plan in place for all of the Canadian teams rather than all of this ad hoc reactionary ideas? Take some time to plan. Uh, from Craig from the Hockey Hall of Fame, he says, with the glasses, Darren looks a bit like Owen Power. Really? I don't see it. The Michigan Wolverines defenseman and number one overall pick of the Buffalo Sabres. I don't see it. But I guess I just, I feel so terrible for the sports teams. I just feel terrible for the teams. And in the time we have left, which is a lot here in the warm-up, this is what I want to get into. This, for every league and every sport, like I got an email this morning from the Saskatchewan Rush. You're the colored voice of that team. I'm like, they're their, their, their game notes. I'm like, what? Get, what? They're playing? Oh, yeah, they're going on the road. Saturday night, they're in Albany. So I went to NLL.com, and I see that Colorado's at Vancouver tonight. The Colorado Mammoth are visiting the Vancouver Warriors. And I'm like, how they, they can play, but the Jets got to move to Saskatoon, and now they're talking about moving the Super Bowl, and now we got WHL games postponed out the wazoo. 
I just overall am just wondering more than anything because I'm not laying awake at night staring at the ceiling going, how are they doing it? How are they doing it? How are they doing it? Because I did for about a year and a half. And now I'm just like, stay in your lane, Rod. Zip it. Stay in COVID protocol. Do your little show and shut the hell up. Works for me. But there is a little sneaky part of me that is saying, how are they paying the bills when I go on social media and see people tweeting? They're at games going, plenty of great sections available tonight. I have the whole road to myself. These are in a variety of leagues, sports. How are they meeting their payroll and staying afloat? I'll hang up and listen. Well, it's it's a daunting task, and I know they're all struggling. And and look, at, in an ideal world, a business that's been around for a long time has enough capital in the reserve fund to operate for two or three years, probably three at tops. Most would be in a one to two year range where if all your revenue went away, you can still operate while you pivot and rediscover what your business is going to be. You give yourself 12 to 24 months. Now, I don't imagine that most sports franchises have this, but I would hope that a lot do. So for me, that's what they're doing. You know, they're in the reserve fund right now thinking, okay, if all you know what breaks loose and we go into a crisis, we need to have enough capital sitting over here so that we can operate for a couple of years with no revenue and try and get back on our feet. But guess what? March, two months away, will be two years since we started shutting down sports. It'll be two years. That reserve fund's gone. And a lot of teams don't have that, especially when you get into smaller teams and community-owned teams and you get into those types of entities. And big businessmen who have you know deep pockets, they don't want to keep dumping their money into this. So that becomes tough. We've used some government programs for a while. You've got people that have been unemployed, you know, getting unemployment insurance. There's a lot of things like that that are happening, and it's very, very scary. But this is the time where the owners will spend the money. This is the time when you'll go into debt when times are tough to try and keep your product at a high level. And then when times are good, that's traditionally when you pay down the debts and you try and keep everything settled. So everybody's you, you, struggling. You would hope. But I've talked to. But I've talked to, you know, business people in junior hockey markets and they're like, look, we could do it once. Wasn't ideal, but we could do it and survive. We can't go into bubbles. Playing in a bubble. Or into no Playing in a bubble. situations yeah. again. It's not an option. So yeah. Well, they need tough. to play because that's how they, that's how they make their money, <laughs> right? So if people wonder why they're just postponing games and not canceling them, that's why. Anyways, enough about that. But John in Edmonton's watching. He says, see... American NLL and NBA teams can play in Canada, but American NHL teams can't play in Canada. I know, John, but that's why I'm not reading your questions. You're asking me why, and I don't know why. Stop at, Please stop asking what's happening and why, because I don't know. And when I go to commissioners, and I have, I've been face-to-face -face with commissioners and saying, how are these teams doing it? And the commissioner goes, I have no idea. If he doesn't know, how the hell would I know? And I'm sure he's yeah. just pulling my leg. That's what commissioners do. But it's just, it's very, um, not frustrating. It's, I just stop, I've just stopped really worrying about it. Um, anyways, I, I, I always love when I open up the text line before the show. Because for those that don't know, I don't, it's not my personal cell phone. I don't carry it around, okay? The 902 number, 
902-518-3033. And Tim, a friend of mine, Tim Furry, has written in. He's a, a jail guard, okay? Those guys aren't pussies, just so you know. <laughs> Tim's written in regarding the end of our discussion yesterday with regards to me trying to get back to Canada and being on hold. I ended up on hold for about six hours with WestJet and eventually just hung up. I talked to some travel agent friends of ours. Michelle, you know her. You know, she hosted yeah. one of our sports trips. I said, is there a private line with WestJet that I could call that nobody knows that I could call? And she's like, I wish. Right. She's like, I wish. No, there isn't. And she said she'd heard the average, average wait time to call WestJet is 9 to 12 hours. And I said, well, I'm not doing it. So I just canceled my flight home and booked another one for next weekend. Fort Lauderdale to Calgary. So anyways, we were asking our viewers yesterday, what's, what's your wildest, craziest, zaniest COVID travel snafu stories? Tim has written in and he says, I'm not sure if it was long hair or the beard, but I got pulled over three times for random security checks flying from Florida to Regina. I was that guy that goes through security, then gets checked before getting on the plane, and then someone waiting for me in Toronto when I got off. LOL. Well, Darren, I'll send you a picture of Tim. Tim, you should know why. You fit the profile. Know what I'm saying? He's a mean-looking son of a bitch. He I'm sure they're thinking, do we want this guy? Spicy. Do we want this guy in the country? He knows exactly why. Anyways. Oh, yeah. We're going to take a break. Uh, Chris in Surrey, BC says, uh, writes, he says, hope you feel better, Rod. I have a COVID test later and feel like a dog's breakfast today, too. Prayers up for you, brah. Maybe the best we can hope for for you, Chris in Surrey, BC, is to win the Taco Time Comment of the Week honor, the $50 gift card. Um, Jeff Krieger, Jeff is watching in Estevan, the energy city. He says, when can we talk about Tanner Janot for the Calder in the NHL? Whew. I um, like it. To answer it, not today. Because when we come back, we're going to talk about the NFL Week 18, some of our featured games. We're going to talk about the Natty, because I've been asked to go on a show in Philadelphia and talk about Alabama-Georgia Monday night in the National Championship. Talk about that. And some really big news out of Winnipeg. Kyle Walters, GM of the Blue Bombers, probably the winner of the GM of the year, if there was such an award in the CFL the last two years. He's making a run at three in a row with some pretty key signings this week, including two this morning. So it's all football when we come back. This has been the warm-up. It's a Flame Tech Football Friday, and you are watching on Game Plus Television Network across all 10 provinces in 31 states, including the Sunshine State of Florida. They carry us down here, Darren, on TDS Cable. Also, YouTube Live and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Okay, welcome back, everybody. You see the moose is loose there. 
in uh, the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. I'm down here in South Florida. I just want to mention getting a lot of comments, Darren. You've seen them on my quaff. And it's not its not a coincidence. It's Tough Tribe for Men, brand new sponsors of the show. And a little bit has to do with a haircut, yeah, but massive shine. Tough Tribe for Men contains aloe vera, botanicals, and antioxidants traditionally known for their scalp and hair benefits. We love our men. Welcome to the Tough Tribe. Available today at toughtribeformen.com. That's the number four, toughtribeformen.com. Amazon Canada and coming to a salon near you. So if you like the flow, join the club, Tough Tribe for Men. And also, Football Friday is brought to you by Flame Tech, our friend Denton and crew. Flame Tech, locally owned and operated industry leaders in commercial and industrial combustion technology. I will get into the viewer comments more in a moment, but I promise ball for all here the rest of the way. Huge news in the Canadian Football League. If I had my bell, I would ring it. The Winnipeg Blue Bombers announcing their bookend DNs have signed one-year deals. Jackson, Jeff Goat, and Willie Jefferson. What more needs to be said? Bombers recognize winners when they see it. They've, they were winners before they showed up. Jackson, Jeff Coat, I've been in the Moncrief Center at uh, Austin, Texas, home of the Longhorns. There, there's a Jackson, Jeff Coat shrine. It's also one for Vince Young. A lot of great long, uh, Ricky Williams. Jeff Coat is held in that regard in Austin, Texas. We all know what we think of Willie. So I, uh, the, the news would have been if those guys didn't re-sign. But I got more info on those signings when we uh, hit it here. But I wanted to mention something about the National Football League. And I think you have your weekend picks, Darren. So I'll tell our guys yeah. to get that ready, loaded up, and ready to go. But here's something to be looking for. NFL teams will play their 17th regular season game for the first time ever. This weekend, the league has had a 16-game season for the past 43 years. 13 of the 16 games this weekend have some sort of bearing on the playoff bracket. 18 teams are still mathematically in championship contention. So how about that? That's the most, that's the most entering the final week of an NFL regular season since 2006 when 20 teams were still alive. So my Cowboys, we've got the division clinched. We're just trying to get into the playoffs healthy and rolling somewhat if we can. Your Titans, tell me about them. They got the Texans this weekend in a friends and family game. The Texans don't have a sniff of anything. So how are the Titans in this divisional game approaching this weekend? Yeah, a lot of question marks, right? Is Derrick Henry going to play? doesn't look like it. I wouldn't think he would play. I would bank on him not playing. But the Titans need a win. If they win, they'll clinch first place and in the in the AFC and a bye in the first round of the playoffs. It's huge. And just a few weeks ago, they lost to the Texans in a tough game. Now, the Tennessee's not the same team. They've played a lot better since then. They've established more of a ground game. Ryan Tannehill settled in. The play-action game's been better. So that's the deal. you got to beat Houston to get the number one seed, and they're trying to avenge a loss a few weeks ago. Gotcha. Well... It's always going to be a fun week. And by the way, the Cowboys-Philly uh, game is on Saturday. So, yeah, I'm just I'm in that mindset of, hey, let's just get to where, let's get to the playoff. I've been in that mode for a couple of weeks. I think the Cowboys are good enough. I don't know. I don't like the coach. Be a- I don't like the kicker. Yeah, go ahead. Right. This will be an interesting game for the Cowboys, too. You know, and 
you know, I've been listening to a couple of different shows and, and watching, you know, some of the betting stuff, trying to get more familiar on that side. And this is a big game for the Cowboys. I think it's like a make-right game for Dallas. I think Dallas wins this game. I think it's a make-right game because they need to make sure they are at their peak moving into the playoffs. And the game means nothing for Philly. They can't move up or down in their playoff seating. So I like your Cowboys this weekend, Rod. Well, let's get to your picks before we talk any further. Darren's weekend NFL picks for our exclusive betting partner, betregal.net. What do you got for us, Moose? I think I actually have the Cowboys on the uh, the betting picks this week. I've got the Cowboys to win in Philly simply because of that. You know, usually at home, um, if you're given four and a half points, I'd side with Philadelphia in their running game. But COVID's killing the Eagles right now, too. And Dallas, Mike McCarthy said he's playing his starters. They're playing to win. They need to get this thing on the right track. So I got Dallas uh, minus four and a half. I got the Rams minus four and a half. Um, against San Francisco. Um, I don't know if Jimmy Garoppolo is going to play it in practice yesterday. So if Trey Lance plays, um, I'm not as confident in San Fran. Cooper Cup needs 136 yards to break the single season record. Take the over on Cooper Cup. I think they're going to throw to him all day. They're going to try and get him the record. LA wins. And I like New England on the road. I watched Miami last week. I think you know, two has struggled pushing the ball down the field. I think Bill Belichick against young quarterbacks has been really good. I like the Patriots um, minus six, even though the number is kind of big there. And Nelson's prop bet against the Jets, he's going with Josh Allen over 250 and a half passing yards this week. So he thinks the Bills will roll with the passing game this week. So those are our picks at Bet Regal. You see, the comments just went insane. From the viewers from Little Tokyo on YouTube says the Cowboys better beat the Eagles. Eagles will be rolling out the B squad. Uh, yeah, from Pinks, one of our P1s. Eagles, Cowboys will be a great playoff matchup. Fly, Eagles, fly. We're going to put lunch on that one at taco time. Uh, Ooh. If the playoffs started today, it's the Eagles and the Rams on wildcard weekend. It's the Buccaneers and the 49ers on wildcard weekend. And it's the Cowboys and the Arizona Cardinals, which quite frankly, every game, any game for the Dallas Cowboys in the playoffs scares me. Any opponent scares me with this football team. We are not going in to the playoffs like a Swiss watch, okay? We're not going in with one flat tire and the E uh, empty light on, the fuel light. That's the thump, the thump, the thump. We're not that. I don't know what we are. I know that we're going into the playoffs, but we're not going in as a finely tuned machine, okay? Yeah. Anyways, a couple of things. Uh, Jack watching in Vulcan, Alberta says, Rod, I know how things go in pro sports, but some of the overly critical comments about Bo's season is frustrating. After everything number 19 has been and done for Calgary in the CFL, he deserves a lot better. Yeah, <clears throat> we're going to switch this around uh, to CFL now because that's what people came here for today. Uh, on a flame tech football Friday, a couple things. Um, I'm, I get a little annoyed. Uh, I got a text yesterday on my Canadian phone saying, Oh, I heard a rumor. Little birdie told me that the rough riders brass are entertaining Bo Levi Mitchell tonight at a swanky downtown Regina restaurant. And, uh, I'm like, yeah, I'll look into it. And never thought about it again till now. And then somebody tells me that, the, 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 have the Stampeders announced that they have restructured Bo Levi's contract? Like, I don't, 
I don't, I'm just not following it. Not that I don't care. I'm not following that story. I see the Bomber fans here this morning are all very excited, and they should be. That's, you know, I wish I had my Jeep horn, man, because it sounds like a semi-horn. I should be blowing that sucker. This is from Friday morning. The Winnipeg Blue Bombers today announced the club has agreed to terms on a one-year contract with all-star American defensive end Willie Jefferson. He returns to the Bombers after posting superb numbers in both 2019 and 2021. This upcoming season will be Willie's third with the Bombers and eighth in the CFL. CFL's most outstanding defensive player and a league all-star in 2019. In his first year with the Bombers, Willie followed that up in 2021 with another berth on the CFL All-Star squad. Seven sacks, 18 tackles, two picks. And meanwhile, the Blue Bombers announced they've agreed to terms on a one-year contract with American defensive end Jackson Jeffcoat. Jeffcoat returns to the Bombers for a fifth season in 22. He racked up a career-best nine quarterback sacks this past season to lead the Bombers in that department while forcing a CFL-best four fumbles. Why would you leave Winnipeg? So to me, if, if you're these guys, why would you leave? Because you're getting probably paid pretty good money anyways. You're getting playoff bonuses because you know you're going to be in the playoffs. And you're winning Grey Cups. Like if I can get real for a second, who, what's the show? Real Talk? Is it with Joy Bahar? Let's have some real talk here. If I was a Rough Rider fan, I'd be a little annoyed. You lowballed Willie. Here's a winner. Here's a tremendous person. He's a guy that sells tickets. And you lowballed him. And look what he's doing jumping around in Winnipeg, winning great cups and re signing there. You showed Zach Caleros the door. Mm, how'd that work? Out. And now you got Edmonton with their new coach in the GM. You know, there was a viewer yesterday that wrote in and said, Hey, does Trevor Harris make his way back to Edmonton? Now, I see Edmonton's restructured Nick Arbuckle's deal. That doesn't mean to me that he's the number one guy going into training camp whatsoever. I'll remind people, as Chris Jones did yesterday, it is still January. But I guess to sum up my ramble here, my monologue is that the Winnipeg Blue Bombers are the odds-on favorite to three-peat. And who's the last team to do that? Edmonton Eskimos in the early 1980s. It's the Bombers League. Everybody else is just living in it. Mic drop. <laughs> you know what? That's Winnipeg is doing everything right. And until these moves don't work out, they're going to continue to do everything right. Um, I just, you know, it's funny. Jackson Jeffco was just down in Texas. We saw the photos of him with the Grey Cup posted by the Longhorns. In the stadium, he's sitting there in his championship gear, hugging the Grey Cup. It looks great. You know, that's the anchor for that defense is those two. And then you look at Adam Big Hill and you look at their secondary. You know, they're putting together the pieces to try and win this for a third time. You know, is Brady Oliveira the guy in the backfield or is Andrew Harris going to be, you know, come back or is he going to finally drop off? Um, what do they look like? But right now, Winnipeg is it. And I mean, we talk about how beautiful it would be to be on the West Coast in Vancouver and play, or to be out in Montreal or Toronto. But Winnipeg is the destination right now. Great fan base. You're winning. Good facility. Nice city. You know, playoff bonuses. Sock that money away, and then go back down to Texas or go wherever you want to go. But 
ride it out as long as you can because the window is always small in pro football. So keep riding it if I was players in Winnipeg. Well, and I think they absolutely are. But just to back up a little bit here, uh, Jeff, the Stamps fan, says the Bombers have to prove they are sustainable. That means developing their own. They've won back-to-back great cups. The Winnipeg Blue Bombers don't have to prove anything. Calgary, look in the mirror. Stop talking about other teams. I don't think they should be overly happy with the fact that they haven't been in a great cup for a while and beaten in their own park by these Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Jeff, just worry about yourself. As Darren in Salt Lake City says, Winnipeg has become the flagship franchise of the CFL. Oh, yeah. Who said that months ago? Oh, wait a minute. Me. Oh, good one. What, what I respect about the Winnipeg Blue Bombers is that they don't care. They're not running around looking for credit. They don't care. They've got the Grey Cubs. They've got the records. They've got, they don't care. Proof's in the pudding, man. And can somebody please tell me, has Bo Reed done his deal or not? I haven't seen a notification come down. Yeah, it, it looks like it. Three down did? Okay. So, uh, like I say, why do you think I was annoyed when I got a text last night from a pretty good friend of mine saying, oh, the riders are whining and dining Bo Levi right now at the Golf Steakhouse. You know what I did with that? Delete. It's not me anymore, bruh. Moose, we'll see you back in an hour, too. What do you say? Sounds good. Tori Gurley, one of Trevor Harris's closest friends, joins us next. Maybe he'll have some intel on the future whereabouts of the star CFL quarterback. But, of course, Week 18 coming up in the NFL as well. Lots to get to with Tory Gurley. Get your questions ready. Get them in now. It's a Flame Tech Football Friday. You're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rod. Hey, welcome back, everybody. That's not Tori Gurley. The Moose that? is back with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, glad to see your smiling mug, Moose. Tori is rescheduled in an hour two, if that works. Uh, I'm going to take this opportunity to jump into a sports update. There's no rest for the struggling Calgary Flames. They visit the Carolina Hurricanes tonight following a 4-1 loss in Tampa last night. The Flames have dropped six of their last eight. Gabriel Landeskog, Nathan McKinnon, and Miko Rantanen were too much for the Winnipeg Jets last night. Colorado's top line combined for 12 points in the Avs 7-1 win over Winnipeg. For the sixth time in franchise history, the Pittsburgh Penguins are on a 10-game win streak. Brian Rust had two goals and an assist as Pittsburgh routed Philly 6-2 last night. Uh, Pittsburgh's club record is 17 straight wins. That was back in 1993. Tuka Rask's return to the Boston Bruins is in limbo. The 34-year-old free agent signed a deal with the Providence Bruins, figuring he'd play a game or two and get ready for the show. But Providence's contest against Lehigh Valley scheduled for tonight and, or sorry, for Saturday and Sunday were postponed due to COVID. Raptors look to extend their win streak to five games when they visit the Utah Jazz tonight. Toronto coming off a 117-111 road win over the Bucks. Utah's won the last three meetings with Toronto. This sports update for Ballers Rec Room. Check out our brand new line of games 
for the Tap Brew House and Drive Through Liquor Store and for Red Bull Canada. Red Bull gives you wings. More keeping it rolling here from 3downnation.com. The Calgary Stampeders and veteran quarterback Bo Levi Mitchell have come to terms on a restructured contract for the 2022 season. Uh, Bo originally signed a four year deal with the Stamps in 2019. This season represents the final year of the contract from Stamps GM John Huffnagel. I'm very pleased that Bo, yet again, has demonstrated a team-first mentality. I look forward to seeing him continue his winning ways on the field. So that came in a statement from Huff. And before we jump in everything else, I don't know how. Have you found a way to rejig your wires and your cable and watch Man in the Arena, the Tom Brady story, Darren? Have you had a chance or even time to watch any of this documentary on ESPN? I have tried and tried and tried. I can't do it. It's all on ESPN Plus, okay. which I know you probably have down there um, on demand now to to watch it. I it's 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 not even at the top of my list. It's the only thing I want to watch, and I can't find it. Well, because you're a huge Tom Brady fan, right? And I've I'm a big Tom Brady fan, but it's a seven part documentary series it's just like the last dance just like it and the reason i took the tour to that is there is a shot of john huffnagel in there like it's it's one of those if you remember watching the last dance the bulls doc you remember you remember watching them going where did they have this video who had the presence of mind to be filming on this moment 25 years ago and this thing with with tom brady is very similar to that but there's a session. Somebody go, Jeff, the Stamps fan, maybe you want to do it. Go look up John Huffnagel's Wikipedia and tell me when he was with the Patriots. I want to say 03, 04, 05. Maybe not that whole time, but one of those seasons anyways. And Tom Brady is stretching on the grass, doing a pike stretch. And Huffnagel's sitting there with him just shooting the breeze. And I'm just watching there. I'm like, wow, hey, that's Huff. Unmistakable mug on that guy. Hey. Huffnagel and uh, and uh, the real right. So I think we've we've watched three or four of these doc of uh, the episodes, and there was we're up to uh, when Randy Moss showed up. Okay, how entertaining do you think that is? And uh, and they said one of the players I can't remember I can't remember which player came in with a ghetto blaster and I think a cassette tape. With Queens, uh, another one bites the dust, and that became their theme song in the locker room. Dun, 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 dun. And Randy Moss starts dancing just in the interview. And can, I'm like, can you imagine that locker room rocking out to another one bites the dust? Queen, that was the year that they went 16 and 0. That was the year. So whatever year that was, I want to say 07. So they played it after every game in the locker. Imagine the dancing and the partying. And when I say that Tom Brady, one, yeah. Tom Brady, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> right just cranked right to an 11 out of 10 and when i say you see tom brady in a way that you've never seen tom brady he says he sits there and he's dropping f-bombs and he's like yeah that night we won in new york i I stayed in new york i didn't go back to boston i partied it up just felt terrible the next day and there's photos of him in the clubs with girls hanging off him and i'm like tom did, did, did giselle sign off on this you know, like it is just the most unbelievable Unreal. thing I've ever seen. But it's, uh, you know, in, the, in that little ramble, uh, Jeff has gone and found. Anyway, what are you going to say? What do you got? Well, 
that's what you can do now when you've won seven titles, right? You can go back and look at right. all the path to get there, right? You know, you see what Antonio Brown's going through and it's all public and posting all of it. And, you know, any other athlete who's gone through struggles and dealing with it, it's not cool to struggle. It's cool to have struggled and overcome it or to have partied your way through the NFL and succeeded, right? Tom's now going back yeah. and, and showing more and more layers of what he did to get where he is. Yeah, he let his hair down a little bit, but he wasn't focusing on that before. He was focusing on, I worked my butt off day in, day out, diligently with my pliability and my TB12 diet and blah, 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 because that's what he did. And he wanted you to focus on that because that was the key to success. And now he's telling you, look at it, it is okay. Once in a while, spend the night, have the party, but don't do it four or five days a week. Right, which well, that's cool. some I of us it. did. That's the difference. Yeah. Well, Leighton Janice, bomber fan watching, Leighton writes in and says, uh, Huffnagel spent the 2003 season with the Super Bowl champion New England Patriots. So there you go. It was literally like a cutaway shot, as they say in the business, or a throwaway shot. Here's Brady doing a pike stretch on the grass, talking to a coach, and I'm like, whoa, 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 wait, that's Huff. But nowhere did it say John Huffnagel, quarterback coach on the bottom or whatever. You know, I just, at some point, it'll be available in Canada. But that's one of the, God bless America, man, right? John uh, in Edmonton. John in Edmonton. Where is it? Oh, well, will Bo Levi Mitchell be a guest on your show when you're in Calgary? My guess, if I was a betting man right now, would be that, yes, he will. I'm not saying it'll necessarily be in the first stint. When we're in Calgary, it might be in the second stint. It might be in the third stint as part of our residency at the hotel, which, by the way, my good friend Jeff Army, who's probably watching right now, said, ah, you're in COVID protocol and you can't get to Calgary as scheduled. You know what? Just work on your tan a little more. You're going to need it for your residency at the casino. And I said, Wayne Newton's always got a tan, right? Always. So, yeah, so it's going to happen. Listen, we will get into uh, Taco Time viewer takeover when we come back. I appreciate the moose sticking with us. Tori Gurley rescheduling to hour two when we will also be joined by Packers Super Bowl winning defensive back Jared Bush. We'll be right back. It is a Flame Tech Football Friday. We're having big fun on the Game Plus Television Network, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now back to your host, Rod Peterson. Welcome back, everybody. It is uh, the very popular Taco Time viewer takeover segment here on this Flame Tech Football Friday. And bear with me here. I'm, I'm going through the text. I just opened the text line, Darren. And Ray is watching in the stick, Scarborough, Ontario. And he says, hey, Rod, I hope you feel better. My Bills better use this week, uh, weekend's game to fine-tune some things offensively. They have not looked sharp in the last couple of games. Interceptions are becoming an issue. Have a good weekend. 
Ray in the six. So I was very quickly looking up what the Bills got, and they got the Jets this weekend. The, the, the perfect slump buster, I would think, going into the playoffs for the Buffalo Bills, an AFC Eastern showdown against the woeful New York Jets. Um, I, I don't want to spend minutes on everybody's comment here, but the Bills were rolling going into the playoffs last year, and they didn't get to the Super Bowl. This year, they're not rolling going into the playoffs, but they will be in the playoffs. What's the difference from last year to this year, do you think, for Buffalo? Confidence? Yeah, you know, it is. Um, but what did Adam Sandler say in the longest yard? You got to schedule a tune-up game, man, against Appalachian State yeah. or some slack Division II team. You got your tune-up game against the New York Jets. and. You know, maybe New England's tune-up game against Jacksonville was a week too early when they put up 50 points last week. That's what we need from Buffalo. Not a 50-point game, but you need to, they need to really show that they're on the same page. They've got all the tools. Their defense can be really good. Stephon Diggs is one of the top receivers in football. That combination with Josh Allen is one of the best wide receiver quarterback duos in football. They have to be considered con real contenders for a Super Bowl coming out of the AFC. But they're not rolling in. They've dealt with some adversity, and maybe this will be a good thing for the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, we'll see what happens in this first ever Week 18 against the Jets. It is uh, Taco Time viewer takeover. Did you know Taco Time has been around for over 40 years in Canada? This iconic brand and a Canadian favorite serves over 2.3 million burritos. 3.2 million tacos and over 1 million Mexi fries every year. No, I can't wait to get back to Calgary and Canada and get just num, num, num some taco time. Trust me, I will. It'll be a feast, Moose, you and me, like we normally do when we go there together. What? Oh, man. Oh, too many texts coming in like crazy. Here we go. From Allie in Edmonton, she says, Happy CFL Football Friday, RP Show and viewers. RP, we hope you reached West yet. I didn't. She says, we were on hold trying to reach them when we were in Hawaii. She said, we really enjoyed your CFL interviews, hoping you'll have number seven, Cody F., as a guest soon. Got that, Clark? Racket. Let's get our man, Cody Fajardo, on soon. Right on. Randy, you betcha. Randy in the peg writes in, and he says, watching, obviously, from the 204, good morning, Rod and Moose. Go Chargers. They got the Raiders. Divisional battle there. And that is on, is that Sunday night? That's the Sunday night or Chargers and Sunday Rangers. Nighter, and yeah. I will tell you, you know, I mean, it'll disappoint you a little bit. I'd be putting my money on the Raiders. The smart money right now is going on the Raiders in that football game. They're at home with points. Although there's a lot to be excited about, about the Chargers, and they may win that football game. It's going to be a really good one. Winning you're in. DG in the Bridge City says, 2022, the year of elections in the provinces of Ontario and Quebec. Oops, was I not supposed to make that known? That's what's happening with those governments and their current COVID policies? All right, I'll zip it now. I've said too much. That from DG in Saskatoon. Last minute, last minute of play in hour one. Brady in the Bridge City writes in and says, hey, uh, hey, Rod, I have Fridays off for the whole semester, so I get to watch the RP show. Do you think the news by Elliot Friedman about the Jets coming to Saskatoon will come to fruition? And if so, this is an opportunity for Saskatoon and Saskatchewan to prove to NHL organizations and the NHL that this province can be a valuable market to an, an expansion team. 
Not doing it. Not doing it. Not today. Um, not the least of which, by the way, is that report's been poo-pooed. Maybe by Frege himself. I'm not sure. But the Jets aren't coming to Saskatoon. The NHL's not coming to Saskatoon. Not now. Not ever. Get over it. Hour two coming up with Tory Gurley and Jared Bush, a couple of Packer alums. Stick around. Hour two coming up right after this on Game Plus. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit RodPeterson.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.